President Sora Maposa says the increasing price of electricity will add to the difficulties South Africans are already facing. This after the president called for the ESCOM board to consider measures to help mitigate the impact of the 18.65% increase in tariffs recently approved by NERSA. In his newsletter, President Ramaphosa stated that the government is considering additional mechanisms to address the rising cost of electricity. Sisanda Mbolegwa, who is, in the, uh, who is the junior politics reporter for Sunday Times, joins us now with insights on what these mechanisms could entail. Thank you so much for your time, Sisanda. Let's start off with what the president has actually outlined in terms of helping out to poor households and struggling businesses. So thank you so much for having me. Um, the president has essentially made it clear that he recognizes that there are indigent households um, and small businesses that are going to bear the brunt yeah. of his rising electricity costs and that um, he would consider rather measures put in place to help cushion this effect on them. A couple of these measures he or considerations rather that he has announced um, are helping small homes and businesses install solar panels, um, providing rechargeable lights. And he's also said that government would come up with a plan to help learners catch up on lessons missed due to load shedding. Yeah. Now, we contacted uh, President's spokesperson, Vincent Maguena, uh, asking for clarity on these considerations, whether there were time frames in, in effect mm -hmm. as yet. And he said that we would uh, have to await the budget speech by uh, Finance Minister Enoch Godongwana, which will then outline which monies cabinet can set aside for these strategies. Is it not too little too late? I think government in, in its entirety, I mean, from the ESCOM, uh, the Energy Crisis Committee yeah. that was set up, um, they've been complaining that, yes, we have strategies that we can um, offer government, but the issue is that there's so much bureaucracy and red tape yes. that it is so frustrating to have to wait for government processes in order for monies to be released in order for some of these strategies to be affected. So I yeah. think that's the biggest crisis which this looming uh, uh, state of disaster yes. might help um, uh, decrease that level of red tape. I kind of feel like we're being gaslit. I hope our viewers do know <laughs> what the term <laughs> means because <laughs> the ANC is saying that, um, you know, let's uh, declare a national state of disaster to bypass our own self-imposed regulations. It, it, it kind of really seems that we're being gaslighted because they know what the problem is. And it's like, are we stuck at a point where we are not going for sustainable solutions, where we're stuck in a kind of procrastination comfort zone, where we wait for everything to go wrong, to completely go wrong, until we start scrambling to actually fix the situation to the point where we don't actually fix the core problems but fix the symptoms. So I completely understand what you're saying, and I think many political parties in that effect mm. have, from the announcement yesterday, um, penned different statements saying that we, we, we've we observed how uh, government uh, operates in a state of disaster. And yeah. even though that state of disaster helps you bypass some of these regulations and procurement processes and this red tape that you claim is a barrier to you effectively providing services to the yeah. people of this country, we're asking kindly that you do not make the same mistakes that you did yeah. that we witnessed during the last state of disaster, which was COVID-19. Yeah. So with regulations being relaxed in administrative processes, it does 
expose uh, government processes a bit to things like possible looting, possible... Exactly. Yes, so I think it is necessary for any administration to have bureaucratic processes in place mm -hmm. and regulations and steps that need to be observed before you can procure large amounts of money yeah. from government. But I think at the same time, when we are in a crisis like the one we're faced with, um, it would it would be understandable for yeah. for calls for a, a state of disaster to be called. But I think with precaution as well, it shouldn't be now that the rivers of uh, the floodgates are open oh, and anyone can yeah. do as they please because there is no longer red tape. Yes, I think everything should be exercised with with intention and with 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 careful consideration of the people of South Africa. And that's the thing. I do hope that we have learned uh, quite some things from the last national state of disaster, COVID-19. I actually even had a conversation on this, and uh, the analyst was talking about the implications. For example, um, bypassing the constitution, people's rights uh, and all of that, and obviously opening the door for looting. So yeah. we really do need to be uh, doing a quite extensive research on this and to make sure that the government is on the right side of that. Let's talk about that tariff increase because I feel like there isn't a clear messaging. Or we aren't really getting clear messaging mm. about the more than 18% tariff increase because Sir Ramaphosa has come out to say that um, ESCOM, uh, nurses should be cognizant of uh, struggling households. What exactly is going on with that? Because there was word that he was saying that they must halt it, but ESCOM says no. What have you taken out of that? So I think uh, the president, I think, was it a week or two ago where he made that call? Um, I think it was more of him appealing to the ESCOM board yeah. that in their rollout of the 18.65% increase, that they are cognizant of struggling and indigent South African families and households and small businesses. Mm. I think another thing that is made quite clear in his weekly newsletter to the nation yesterday that th there's a balance that needs to be striked here yeah. because on the one end this increase is uh, calculated based on how much money ESCOM needs in order to uh, do its maintenance and, and to provide electricity to and the citizens of this of country versus how do we make sure that we don't harm South Africans who are already struggling? I mean, there are rising costs of fuel, food, and other household expenses, and yeah. the repo rate going up as well. People just cannot breathe mm. in this country. So I think he's saying we need to find a delicate balance, and those who can pay for electricity, he's urging them to. And then he's saying um, him and his government are going to try find measures mm. to cushion the impact on those indigent and poor households who simply cannot afford it. Yeah, quite a lot that needs to be cleared up there. Um, we are in a state of emergency, a state of crisis, so I don't know how long we can wait uh, for uh, those signatures there. But thank you very much for your time and for your insights there, Thank Sisanda. you very much for having me. All right, that was Sisanda Mbolegwa, junior politics reporter at Sunday Times.